When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I mean, we see it all the time. Celebrities get big. They don't got the same childhood friends on mm-hmm. all the time. They say people change, you change, everybody change. So like, what if I change so much? What if I elevate myself so high? allow myself to really be myself that that means that's it for my relationship and we've talked about this but i promise that my relationship will come first that mm-hmm. my family would but can they live together can my highest self and me being with you work now check it out now look the apple don't fall far from trees right i'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees like and if i'm ripping it what i'm so with my seeds like now check it out Hey y'all. Hey, I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. And this is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, where we give you an uncensored look into all we're learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage in real time. Welcome all. We're thankful you tuned in. Yes, but... Before we get into our episode, <laughs> uh, we want to shout out our village over on Patreon. Hey y'all. Yes, we want to welcome our newest member, uh, oh, members, sorry, Jamil Andrews. Hey, Jay. And Sheila. Who has been on Patreon, but who upped her pledge. Woo Thank you. We also want to let y'all know that Scream Queen, a podcast about scary movies from people not typically depicted in scary movies, is back this Thursday. And if y'all can't tell by Randy's tone, she <laughs> is hype about it. I know that this is not, it's not written down that we're supposed to discuss this, but... Randy is really into scary movies, which we've talked about, yes. and it's about to be October, which is Randy's favorite month I of the can't year. Wait. Um, and as much as I hated and dreaded watching scary movies with you, because I am not someone who is a fan of horror films, <sighs> I know that there are a lot of black people out there who feel my pain, and this is not like their go-to for entertainment. I have been enjoying it. I know you have. There have been a string of movies that we've watched. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't even call them like horror movies, though. I know that that's what they turn the genre. Are. It just yeah, shows like, you that it's like bro- it's, it's like, changed. It's changed from when we were young. Obviously, I don't think it's changed. I think it's changed. It's, this shit ain't Lost Boys no more. It, Lost Boys wasn't scary. We just watched Lost Boys, then. and I'm like, what the? <laughs> the point that I'm making is these like suspenseful movies are actually entertaining now. Like, they're not just doing stuff trying to, like, freak somebody out. Like, they got storylines. They got twists that you don't expect. But, Mike, even the movies Visually that you think, like, the ones that, that not you think, but that freaked you out had storylines and things, too. But they weren't good. Mikey. Like Lost Boys. Which he, he talked up. It's so I scary. didn't talk it up. I, I talked it down. I don't want to watch this no more. I don't want to ever me. see this again. And I, I watched it. I'm like, Mike, is this a joke? Anyway, so y'all, we're not the, the scary 90s, movie podcast, we're not, but we're Scream Queen. <laughs> and not yeah. only are they also in Domino South Network, but they're my 
favorite horror podcast. Yes, I'm it's sorry. Good. So I was saying that because <laughs> even if you may not be interested in horror, I promise you, if you listen to a couple of episodes, you will be introduced to something that you might actually want to yeah. watch. And this is coming from someone who, again, does not like. He watched a documentary with me, Horror Noir. Horror. It's been interesting. Yeah. It, it, it gives you a completely different yeah, look give at it. Give it a chance, so, yeah. y'all. 2020. Give Do it, a it now. Life is short. <laughs> this may be the last October we experience. Listen, at least as a free country, in quotes. So not under the power of Russia. <sighs> corrections. Corrections. <laughs> so we have some corrections from previous episodes, which again, this is going to be a thing that we do if we have corrections. If we have corrections, I had two. I'm gonna highlight one verse. So for episode 108, which was title, uh, allow me to reintroduce myself. Allow me to reintroduce myself. Randy and I were having a discussion um, about. Just who we are again and just getting to know each other again. And out of that discussion came a lot of a deeper conversation once we finished, once we wrapped. Uh, we actually got into an argument, which I about the fight talked or flight. about. Yes, I talked about in my indie about the fight or flight um, because I was, in fact, gaslighting. Um, we had a lot of back and forth. There was a lot of articles read. There was a lot of things that needed to be learned. But I ultimately wanted to make sure that I apologized to Randy here in this space so other people would hear this and say, I am sorry. Again, because I was gaslighting by definition. And I love you. I love you too. Other than that, in that episode also made mention of like how I would be. We, we talked about a hypothetical of what it would be like if we broke up. Oh, yeah. I just feel like I should give context. So that is what would happen in the case where I just didn't feel like being a good person anymore. Because <laughs> maybe I was heartbroken by however me and Randy ended. I don't know. The hypothetical just kind of went. It went left. left. But... <laughs> I stand by that is what I would do if I wasn't trying to be out here falling in love with nobody because I don't want to be in love with anyone else. Oh. Yeah. I mean, still trash. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear you. And this is why we won't break up. And we're going to keep loving each other and fighting clean as best as we can. As best as we can. I appreciate your apology. Yeah, y'all. It was a thing. It was a thing. This apology on the show is... You know, great, but we actually um, had a really great conversation after we had a really bad one. Right. Which is usually how it happened. Um, so, yeah, go back and listen to episode 108 if you haven't or if you're skipping around and uh, let us know what you think. Yeah. But thanks for the apology. You're welcome. All right. Go ahead, babe. Oh, so continuing with the theme of plot twist. Today, we are going to discuss ways we may be shrinking ourselves. Plot twist. Yeah, so we're going to define a little bit of what that means. Looking forward to that. Yeah. This should be interesting. But in our first segment, we're going to reveal two ways that each, um, I'm sorry, two ways each that we think that we shrink ourselves. Yeah. Why we do this. And we're going to discuss ways to better support and empower each other. Yes, and ourselves. Yes. Second... It's the fight or flight where today I am confronting Randy about an issue that I am having with her new yoga body. <laughs> when I typed that out, I knew she was going to like scream at me and her reaction was just... funny because she don't know what I mean when I when I talk about my leading sentence. But y'all could probably guess based off the theme of how my in my fight or flights go where I'm going with this. But yeah, I have an issue with your new You're yoga supposed body. to bring real issues. This is a real issue that I'm hoping <laughs> leads to like a okay. real solution. Okay, baby. Okay. Finally, we'll wrap it up with our PDA segment where we show each other some love and or thank each other for something. And today we are going to share our Patreon supporters PDA to their person. So that's Ooh. something that we just added over on Patreon at a certain tier. If you write in 
for somebody you love, either platonic, romantic, familial, whoever, mm-hmm. and you want to give them a shout out or write it in or a voicemail, we will play it during our PDA yeah, segment. So we're not on, only going to do it on our family dinner episodes, but, you know, we sprinkle it out through the season. Yeah, because shout outs are great. And this is great for birthdays or anniversaries or for someone you know loves the show or for someone who just wants, like, it on record forever. Mm-hmm. That or if you you're just trying to them. apologize to your girl. For gaslighting. Yeah. <laughs> You can do it right here. Or cheating and getting somebody PDA else knocked segment, up. Mikey. Or, you know, whatever. Like, the, it runs the gamut. Whatever you need to apologize for, you do it right here <laughs> on your favorite podcast. <laughs> and we hope you enjoy. And we're back. All, All right. right. Main topic. Yes. So... Way back in April, mm-hmm. well, some backstory. The main topic is shrinking ourselves. Way back in April, I was on uh, one of my favorite black women authors and activists IG page, Feminista Jones. And she was talking about her last relationship and why it failed. She mentioned that her former partner had begun to resent her for shrinking herself. Um, and she just talked about how like the relationship had really started to sour because she wasn't being who she was when they got together. And she talked mm-hmm. about like, why she did this and how she also realized this and how it just was a very powerful piece. Um, And this was months ago, so it was hard to find it, but I do remember the conversation. So, mm-hmm. I mean, at least her post. And so she realized she had done this too and it had sparked um, a conversation between me and Mike. I asked him, I was like, you know, do you think you shrink yourself for me? I know that I feel that way. And he was like, yeah. And that conversation was real short <laughs> because we never and we never brought it to the yeah. podcast because we were still adjusting to the pandemic. This was back in April. We were still mm-hmm. adjusting to Drew being home. We were still getting situated at work. It's like, so you know what? Let's figure out food first. Right. Like, and how are we going to do grocery shopping? What are we wiping down? Who's coming over? Who's not? Yes. And then we'll so, dive into this. This shrinking ourselves. So that was months ago. But now here in September. We're ready we to still discuss. In the of- <laughs> right, we're still the pandemic never stopped, but we're we're ready to discuss this, and so we thought that this would be an excellent conversation uh, to bring to the show. And also, we haven't had it, so this is our first no. time having this conversation. Y'all here it is live and in color. Yeah, so we have not prepped each other, nor <sighs> yeah. do we know each other's answers to this. And yeah. Also, this is really interesting because I didn't realize it, but I had been having small conversations about this same topic for the last couple of months. I guess mm. most recently, uh, when I was talking to my brother Prince. Uh, this came up while we were recording. Well, before I started recording, we were just talking and he was like, um, he said that it was, it was a conversation that came up online that he saw. And it was basically about that argument where people start getting into like, you know who I was before I met you type thing. Yeah. But like when you're in a relationship, people automatically assume that you're supposed to start shutting down parts of you that the person liked when they initially met and stuff like that. Like I was like, it's a slippery yeah. slope, yes, but like obviously there are some things that you shouldn't do when you're in a relationship versus when you some things you should keep. Are, yeah. But I also think that's the conversation. Like, what did you like that about the, me? But that's the conversation. Yeah, and that's the conversation we had. What not did you like? About <laughs> but even if you didn't like it, why would I like? Unless it was harmful, why would I mm-hmm. give it up? If you already got with me, then it's, who determines what is and what isn't harmful? It's yeah, where your relationship yeah. is. So then it's like. Mm. I know, so like, it was, yeah, it was very interesting. So so we about to figure this out together. Let's we're about to talk. <laughs> oh lord, I don't know if we can figure this know. out immediately. This but is a process. Maybe this is part one. Based off of what I wrote, I don't know. A okay. good conversation can come from it, but I'm just not sure. Let's see. So before we get into our discussion, I always think it's a great idea to define what we're talking about, mm-hmm. just so that we have a starting point. So uh, we're gonna each share our own definition of what shrinking yourself is. And Randy's going to go first. Okay. Because <laughs> you looked at me and I was like, are you no, segueing me? Oh, okay. 
Thanks, I'm trying to get babe. something after this podcast. <sighs> episode is recorded so shrinking myself definition yes um i wrote i wrote that for me shrinking myself means making myself small devaluing my ideas and feelings for the sake of peace in quotes in my relationship um giving up independence and avoiding bravery because of my discomfort and fear Mm. damn i should have went first Cause, nah, because you gave the Webster's Dictionary. I definition. didn't look it up. I'm talking about versus the the um. <laughs> Mike, see, this is you shooting yourself. Definition dot. This is you <laughs> because you you saying. always do this. But you know, no, no, defi- no. All right, I'm saying so. I'm saying that the way you just worded it was really great. Thank you. And I knew you were going to word it really great. I just didn't think that you was going to hit on all the bullet points of what it meant to like shrink yourself. What is yours? Because you started with making myself small. I was like, all right, good. Don't dive too deep. But then you did so. Your definition was really, really good. I like that. Mine is a little bit shorter. Um, That's fine. So my definition of of uh, shrinking yourself is suppressing something for the perceived benefit of others. Um, so in the context of relationships, for example, this can mean suppressing feelings for the benefit of another, suppressing desires for the benefit of another, suppressing your thought for the perceived benefit of another. Right, because you don't know. Or suppressing, yeah, your behaviors for the perceived benefit mm-hmm. of another. So it, it is an internal decision a choosing of sorts based off of what you think the ego yes mm. that was mine okay yeah i like yours i felt like it hit on all the points too it did, but the second half of your definition i was like oh yeah that part <laughs> <laughs> well thanks yeah all right babe okay so let's just jump into it ways let's... we think we shrink ourselves and randy's gonna go first again <laughs> uh so my first way that i think i shrink myself is i force codependence and i wait for you to validate something so that i don't seem pushy or naggy or i don't know myself i don't know um so a few examples that i had was in terms of codependence so when the pandemic hit we decided that you know you would do grocery runs mm-hmm. Uh, and this came from like, right, your, your discomfort and mine with like, what the fuck's going on? Like, we didn't know how it spread. Yeah, we still we don't know anything, but like we were, our approach. right. And like the idea was one person would always be out and come back. So that way, if anybody got sick, we'd have like a, okay, this was how, you know, so that maybe when we out of quarantine, we could not do this again. So like it started off as, I think very good and intentional and it worked and it it helped you know i stayed at home with drew and it it worked um you got in and out but over time now month six i realized that because the grocery store is really the only place anyone goes (laughs) in this house we i wasn't driving you know i wasn't going anywhere i wasn't stepping outside take a short trip around the neighborhood thing yeah like we weren't you know i wasn't getting out and i realized that it was that it was also um that when I and when I did start driving, like going back into the office to like convert files or whatever, mm-hmm. or when I would drive, um, I don't know, to the office or wherever, you know, to get some food, that I didn't know how. <laughs> like <laughs> like I don't know if anyone else can attest to this, but when we're on a road now, you can tell you that people haven't driven. In a long time. And people are driving weird, people are speeding weird. You can tell people are unfamiliar with getting commuting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized that I allowed myself to fall into this trap of not going anywhere because of my anxiety with this pandemic. Didn't want to feel uncomfortable. And I didn't want to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You were willing to do it anyway. Yeah. But we fall into this trap and it may be one of yours where like you're doing all this labor again. 
mm-hmm. you know. And it's not saying that I'm not doing anything no, 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 because being at home with a toddler and like it's labor, like it's work. We're, we're all, but like I also realize that like I can't build this muscle if I'm not using it. Mm-hmm. And you can't build your muscle with being home with Drewby if you're not using it. And so I realized that was one of the ways I was shrieking myself. And another example I had was we did an interview with Jeff and Logan, um, Brave Marriage. I can't remember what episode that was. It was great. That episode, y'all don't know this. Um, <laughs> that episode took 14 hours to edit. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I was waiting for Mikey to validate something I knew already and I'm not putting that on you and we had the argument and that talk I'm not putting it on you I think that's completely my fault and I'm ashamed of it because that shouldn't have taken 14 hours to edit I lost the whole day with you with Drew and it took me so long to edit it because they were in the same room and we should have moved them they should have been in separate rooms recording. Yeah, so for because their audio for clarity, the up. audio was picking up other audio uh, and so it took forever problem. to yeah. clean that audio up Mm-hmm. And that's not on them either, you know, because no. they are on our show, you know. And I realized that I kept saying, Mike, Mike, what do you think? Mike, what do you think? Mike, what do you think? You were like, no, this should be cool. We sit next to each other. I should don't pick up with each other. Like, you have valid points. But I am the one who mainly edits our shows, and I should know this by now. Mm-hmm. By this point, we've had three interviews, you know. And, and so we discussed that what you were articulating wasn't really what you were trying to say. You weren't really trying to ask me what it is that I thought. I was trying to, I was trying, was trying to, to get you to say, hey. I tr- this is what I wanted you to say. Mm-hmm. I wanted you to say, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But you do this all the time. I trust you. I trust your opinion. So let's just move them. And it won't hurt either way, you know, because you'll still have their tracks. Like, I, I expected you to, or I wanted you to be like, I'm just going to defer to you on this. Instead of giving me a rebuttal. But I didn't express that. No, you and asked you, me and you, my opinion. And you also rarely do and... that. So, like, when I ask you your opinion, it's never... I'm going to defer to you on this. It's, well, or this is what I think, you know? But that, that but like that can be like slippery too because mm-hmm. you also have thoughts. So I'm not asking yeah, you to like and be I mean, a yes and in that conversation, but, it was, well, this is what I think. However, if this is what you want to do, then this is what you Right, but do. that's, but I, yes, but that's still not like validating. But like I shouldn't have needed you to do that. And so mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like I realized that this is just one of the, and I pay for that. I, I pay for the ways that I devalue things I know. And it's okay to know something. And to be like, even if it does cause conflict between us, you would have been re- really happy with me if when I edited it, it only took two hours <laughs> mm-hmm. as as opposed to 14, you know? And then again, contrary to whatever you perceived, wasn't nobody going to be mad if in that moment you decided, hey, like, this is hey, what I'm going to do. Yeah. And so that was one of the ways that I realized um, that I shook myself. It was kind of two for one, but I think they both rely on each other because i am codependent on like your validation man because i want i don't know this is interesting and i i'm i don't I, this is only the first point so maybe we shouldn't stay here forever but i felt away the moment you first said that i saw your face what because was it it's like and it's not like you've made me you've no, said it's, anything it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not that it's just codependence in marriage is weird mm-hmm. the, like the concept of it because we are dependent on each other is there some type of way to build a healthy, like? That's what we're trying to do because so, I, this, this, this cannot be it. No, 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 no <laughs> Like no. this can't be it. But what I'm saying is, is, is based off of based off of what you described. That same energy, I want that in other situations. Yeah. <laughs> like I would, I would love for you to. What was it? Um, what was your thing again? You just read codependence, and I wait for you to validate so that I don't seem pushy. Waiting for me to validate. There be sometimes where I'd be like, 
Just take my word for it, and like, and you just oh, like, you know what I'm saying, and you'll I run with it, saying. and be like, okay, now he validated that we good. And but then see, that's sometimes- different. That's not taking your word for something. Like, oh, Mikey got this. Like, for instance, the program. I know you had it. It sucked. It was hard. Mm-hmm. That's me. You know, I defer to you. I think you should. Yeah, quit your job. This shit for the birds. We ain't making no money. We can't live off of it. You driving, live off yes. the time. So like, like big I stuff def- like that. Like, yeah. But yes, but this is what I'm saying is for things I know. I know to be true. I know they should have moved to a different room. Mm-hmm. I know that I was, you know, I didn't realize so all after the fact that I was waiting on you to affirm me so that I could seem like I wasn't oh, being. Okay, quick, so oh, that you know, part, or, the waiting to the waiting to be affirmed, that don't work. No, that don't work. There was a lot of times where I was sitting and just waiting for you to affirm me. And it just, I, I think, uh, like, earlier in the relationship, I kind of let some of that stuff go because I'm so used to a black woman not affirming me. And a lot of what I'm about to talk about really does mirror my relationship with my mom. Is what is just what it, like, relates closely to and what was established early on for what I thought I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but people, it, you're not going to only be right if people affirmed you. Right. Like, sometimes you just know your shit. Sometimes you know what you know. And it's okay to be confident in that. Mm-hmm. And in that case, in those moments, we were married, so we con- we confer with each other. But it doesn't mean that we always have to like cave into the other's thoughts. Ultimately. I mean, and, like, especially if we already especially know, you know? when you know, like you I know. know better, and I will always like. I mean, eventually I'll forgive myself for this, but I, I will think regret. We're gonna get to that. I lost we- time. Yeah, you know, like I literally lost time. Yeah. For this, for that episode. When we talk about how we'll empower each other, I think it'll, like, that'll, that'll, it'll come up with details of what that looks like. But mm-hmm. ultimately, there's a difference between, like, keeping someone informed and waiting for someone to affirm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just about how you present it, how you state. But see, I don't even want to, I don't want to worry about my tone, though. This queen tone shit. I don't want to do that. I want to mm-hmm. be able to say, like, I don't, like, how I, how I, like, obviously, there, I don't think there's any reason to be unnecessarily, like, mean. But, like, I I want to be able to be direct without feeling like I'm... You can be direct. I didn't say that you said I could. No, I'm, not, I'm just I'm saying I want to be able to, d- d- like, and not, like, have to also dress up how I do it. Well, like, that's the, exhausting. That's, that's, and only... That's, and I feel like that's like a... communicating, you have to... Your tone matters. In communicating, tone matters. It just does. It does. If I start yelling at you right now it doesn't matter what the message is underneath what i'm saying you don't like how the fuck i'm talking to you like it 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 does matter how you get the message across i'm not saying that you need to come soft it's just that when i'm when i'm when you're laying out hey so this is what i'm about to say like we just the conversation we just had like all right so look just putting it out here this is where i'm at like from that point tone don't really if your tone starts to pick up or if you start yelling or if you get passionate it doesn't matter because where we started you were straightforward in what it is that you're trying to get out of this you know what I mean? Yes. So it's about how you start it, like the entirety of it. But like in the middle of an argument, especially when people's voices are raised, people stop listening. You just stop listening when yelling happens. So, you know, it just it just matters. But when you're delivering a message, say for in that, that same instance, like, hey, so this is what I'm thinking. This is what I want to do. And this is why. What do you think about that? That just that that's different. Then. so what do you think about this? Like, is it is it like it's just mm. well, based off what you're asking me. This is how I feel about it. Well, but I think maybe we should just do this. This works fine for me. It doesn't seem like it'd be a problem based off of this. But if you think it would be, guess what wouldn't be a problem? This other thing that you're thinking. So there's no like 50-50. There's no guessing. We could just do what it is that makes sense without arguing. Like it's not even, it didn't call for that. Okay. What's yours? There's a way. There's a way. Um, that was a good one. Um, So yeah, uh, I guess this was relating to my 
uh, to again to my definition of suppressing emotions or behaviors. Uh, so one of the ways that I feel like I shrink myself is by constantly feeling like I gotta rein myself in and try not to show anger, fear, or sadness. Mm. Those three. Which is why, and I've equated that to always saying you need to show happiness. You need to show joy all the time, mm-hmm. which is not natural or normal. And did you know that anger is not a bad thing? Like, it's actually like a natural reaction to things, like, because to we're be. human. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so is fear and so is sadness. Yes, I did. Things that these things. I, you know, just as black men, I think it's fair to speak on this. We're not supposed to show. We're not supposed to show because it, it will make someone else feel a way. I do not want you to be fearful of me. I do not want anyone to be um, because you shouldn't be. Even if I'm like crying, if I am upset or if I'm angry, like this is not mean that I, you, your life is in danger. Um, but the problem is, is that when other men have exper- expressed anger or whatever in other spaces, that is exactly what it is meant for people. Like you might lose your life right now if you don't move away from this or, you know, like it's just it's just constantly having to think about that. Why do you um, think you've internalized this? What, you you mentioned mom earlier, but like, what is that part of it? Like, yeah, it's just I don't know. Like from a young age, you were taught to like just suck it up, just you? suck it up. Suck, yes, like I'm just like just I don't know if you ever heard this when you got beat, but if you if you started to get ready to cry before getting beat, your parents would tell you, "I'm gonna give you a reason to cry," as if I don't already have one currently, which is why I'm upset. No, I never got told that when I was getting beat. I was told that before. Before. Like if you start, like if they say no to something, you start crying. You better stop. I'm gonna no, no, reason no, no. to cry. But not when I was getting. You're beat. about to get beat. They want you to cry. <laughs> that, that's Lisa. the point. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I have fear in me. Mm-hmm. I have sadness. I, there are emotions that I am expressing. You are telling me to hold that in while you whip me. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, I mean, it's rough. And if I cry while this painful thing is happening, then I'm supposed to be. I'm. It gets worse. Mm-hmm. And so I'm supposed to take that fear and internalize it and not do anything about that either and so i'm just supposed to get silent whoopings okay like stuff like that yes i don't know if that's everybody's experience but i was supposed to get silent whoopings. like you cry afterwards when i am not around you mm. go wash your hands and whatever you're facing we eating dinner mm-hmm. like things like that like I, like I couldn't think of any other explanation or example um but there's that there's not crying in school don't cry in front of other boys don't cry it's like just an overall like example, like and, constantly suppressing emotions. Okay, and now this how, is one of the ways you still shrink yourself. So yeah, in this relationship, it's it's the same. I feel like if you're upset, I shouldn't add to it by talking about how upset I am. Mm. And it's that's that's transit or that's turned into whenever we have a conversation, like okay, you know, this is her space to be upset. Even if I am upset, let me just let me just let her be upset. And I always felt like that was. That was healthy. Like, you know, like everybody gets like a turn. Everybody gets a chance to express themselves. But sometimes I wouldn't mm-hmm. because I'm like, because it's a lot. Because everything that you're feeling may be a lot, even though mine is too. I have so much practice with, all right, well, just ignore what you're feeling mm-hmm. so that the other person can get their stuff out. Mm. And then maybe you'll get yours out later. But we've noticed if that's like the theme of how we communicate, there's a blow up with me every three years where I just can't control my emotions and I don't, I'm a mess. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, I'm not even able to properly expressed through words what it is that i'm feeling mm-hmm. and i'm just crying and blubbering and this happened three times it's happened more than that but in the decade we've been together, the I'm, i remember the three i'm pretty sure there have been other times where i have like cried or expressed that but yeah so okay what no nothing i'm that's later how we like plan to support and empower okay, okay thanks second 
Hmm. My second one. Um, I put you first and I hide myself, which is which can be a bit tricky because we are married. But my examples are, for instance, when I email listeners. So I am always the person that emails listeners back when they email us. Mm -hmm. And that's naturally because I like it. I like to do it. And you don't do it, which is like, (laughs) but it's never been something we talked about. Like, you should do it. I just like to do it. I check our email more. I'm usually the one that's like, I'm like co-host, co-founder, secretary. You know, I'm I'm keeping up with stuff, timekeeper. You know, like I that's just a role that I fell into once we launched. And it's part of like my customer service, financial aid, you know, training Background. in me. You know, so that 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 has helped me do this and um and that I enjoy doing and engaging with people and talking to people. But anyway, when I do that, I notice that I'm always like, oh we or I'll sign off as like me and you. Or and I'm like, but but Mikey didn't do this. <laughs> Mikey didn't respond. It's me. You know, and people know that when you know when we're talking, but I realize that like I'm always trying to come off as like I don't want to seem like this is just my show. Cause it's not. We just the we just end up doing the things we prefer to do when it concerns engagement in the in the podcast. And I also um I also like hide myself when we discuss workload. For instance, I'm always saying like, yeah, back when we first launched, we both were editing together and taking turns. But after we, when we got pregnant and when you had to pick up doing outside the house labors so that we could eat and live and pay rent, I was doing the podcast stuff, social media, editing, all of it and Patreon engagement. And that's okay to say, like to call things what they are, but I'm always so conscious and cautious of doing that one, because I know that you wanted to do this. Like, I know that you wanted to be a part of it. I know that it makes you sad what you had to give up and sacrifice to drive Lyft and to do the program. Like you couldn't have it all. You couldn't be home with me and help me with the baby and go out and do this program and drive Lyft. Like I know, I know how bad that hurts you. And we don't talk about it much because of the blubbering emotional mess you become <laughs> when we Man. do. Because it hurts. Your your idea of a family a very and your time, time was to like be together. And we weren't together. Because we were together when we recorded. Yeah, no choice. But we didn't have a choice. And that's okay, like to just call things what they are, but because I'm so conscious of how it makes you feel to have to be told outright out outright, you don't do this. I do. And that's okay. But, like, I also understand that it doesn't come off as okay because I'm always constantly shrinking the fact that it's me. It's me. It's me on social media. I mean, it's you a lot more now. But it's, like, me on social media. It's me on Patreon. It's me editing. And that's okay. But I, I'm, i like, literally just now figuring that out and figuring out that's one of the ways I shrink myself. Because, you know, it doesn't mean that you're not valuable. It doesn't mean that you don't help. It doesn't mean that you don't love me or the show. It just means I'm doing it. And there are ways to empower each other to like for you to do more of it, especially now that we're in a space where we can kind of sort of breathe. You know, I just I'm tired of it because I one is this is a perceived thing, right? You're not even conscious. You don't look at these emails. You don't know that I'm doing this. You know, you well, don't it like used to be in the in the beginning that we would talk about it. You'd be like, hey, we got an email. You'd read it out loud so that we were both aware of it. And you'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm just going to reply to it. And like, that's how it was. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It'd be like, hey, this one you should reply to. Or th- like, that's how that's how it started. Um, and then since then, yeah, it's just been me. It's just been you replying to emails. Um, I did not know. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and we don't talk about it. And 
You also often. don't check it. Like you're you don't. Al- yeah, you're always you on. Like our your, our emails, everything is linked for you. With me, there's always been just a separation of I need to step away from technology because I'm right. Doing and you take and you do like that. Just, that's a, that's something you, know? you do. But I I feel like this is. I mean, this is our job. This is our baby, and I want to be up to date about this stuff. It's also easier. Hey, I don't not feel like this is I our know, job or this babe. is our baby. Ultimately, is what I'm saying is like even you know. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, and that is your experience, and it does make sense. What do you mean? It's my experience. That is that's how you that's that's how you feel. I'm not trying to invalidate how you feel. Is what I'm saying. It makes sense because that is how I mean that is what it is. What? I feel like there's more you want to say. No, I'm just thinking like like you're right. Like we just been we've been in a space where we are trying to figure out how to maneuver after a certain point, it's just like things have happened and we just don't talk about it. Um like we just start moving. Like I haven't heard anything from you about any recent things, nor have you tried to do the thing where you invite me to even reply to an email. Um or like, hey, check this out and reply to it. Like that's not even a thing anymore. This is true. This so goes like, back yeah, to like, that. Um, well, that that's coming, but the empowerment piece. But you're mm-hmm. right because I'm like, well, one, there's a few reasons for that. One, when I would read it to you back in the day, and you also read the emails we get, and I'll let you know. I'll call it out. Like, hey, I saw this email. Like the one we're about to read later. But one, also the emails have kind of slowed down. But when they were mm-hmm. happening, you're right. I stopped saying like, hey, you respond to this one. Um. For a lot of reasons. One of the like main ones that are coming to my head is the dad bod episode. Mm-hmm. Not dad bod. I'm sorry. Your daddy issues episode. Yeah. You got so much. E- you got so many emails. Mm-hmm. You got so many emails. We, we spoke about and it. it was and it overwhelmed you. Yep. You was like, actually, I I can't. <laughs> I can't do this. In this and process, so that was we like learning a lot about our. And that was like the last. Yeah. That was the last time I was like, "All right, Mike, you respond to this." And I would even tell people, "Okay, he respond." And you were like, "Actually, I can't." It was too much for you. And not to say that people were wrong to email you. We mm-hmm. really like we have all those emails. And thank y'all. But that was a that was a thing for you. And also, when you would respond, or when I'd be like, "Okay, respond to this," you're not liking me in terms of like getting back to people. I don't believe in making people wait for long for emails. At least I do my best to not do that. If I, I found when I was leaving emails with you, people, I'm, two, three weeks, hey, I'm getting a little Gmail thing. This person sent this seven days ago. Respond now? Like, Mikey ain't sent this email? I don't you remember. know, or we'd have, <laughs> like, I, I felt like I was micromanaging your response time. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, why don't I just respond? If this is something that is a strength of mine, keep, stop trying to keep it on mic or put it on mic. If this is not something that you are naturally going to want to do because of your tech things and not wanting to do, you know, needed to keep a break, need to keep a space away from it, then why not just do it? And it seemed I didn't get any like, hey, I didn't respond to email lately. You also weren't asking to do it. You were like, hey, you just go, okay, that's great. Because every time now that I've been opening our emails, I might see some, an ad or something for sale or like I I haven't seen any like listener things because like everything is linked. It's just. I'll be saying, oh, everything looks like it's opened, or we talk about most of our stuff. Our emails have been business related, or something about like something with Domino, or like there's just been there's been those conversations. It's never, it hasn't, we haven't talked about. Hey, there's a thing that you should reply to. Yeah, and forever. Yeah, you're right. So you're right. Hmm. Well, that's mine. <laughs> How about your second one? My second one. So my second one, which is odd, coming off of your last one because they do relate, um, was. I didn't want to ask more of you um, as and that's that was a way of, of shrinking myself is because I feel like you do 
a lot. Um, and so it was one of those, again, perceiving my perception was that she, she doesn't need more because she shouldn't take more because she don't want more or because she's already worn out by what she does. Um, which mirrored your putting, putting me first, Mm -hmm. um, in that instance. And so for instance, uh, the example was just like how you mentioned with the podcast work was how I would feel like if, if Randy's doing all of these things for the podcast, there are other things that need to be taken care of. So that's what I should take care of. So I'm a cook because we got to eat. Um, I'll, t- I'll take care of Drew during this time because she need focus to edit or I will, I will take on whatever else needs to happen because that's the, that's, that's the way of finding balance today. Mm-hmm. The issue with that is we've both just kind of ended up slipping into these roles these where mundane roles. <laughs> we have been just, I don't want to call it autopilot. It's just it like, is. that's it's, what it is. But it's worse. It's not like we ain't flying in a positive direction. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's not. Yeah. We're uh, like, we're in, it's not a rut. Limbo. Is that mm. what, it's, it's a form of limbo. We are. Purgatory? Yes. <laughs> hey, so you're operating in a space where you're not heading in any direction. Any sensible. That's purgatory, right? I don't know. Limbo is where you just like in the in between. And yeah. Like, okay. So like we're operating in a space where we moving, right? Shit's getting done. Episodes getting turned out. We eating. Whole fan, like we good, but there's Bills a getting paid. However, there's a major disconnect in that we haven't spoken. This came up in a couple of episodes a while ago. We, we talked about the fact that we don't talk. Like, who are you? I don't know you because we don't speak. We, me and yeah. Ray, been having a conversation where my entire theme is I don't know these niggas. <laughs> I don't want to feel that way about my wife, but the truth of the matter is, I know what it is that I made up in my mind about Randy, and Randy knows what it is that she's made up in her mind about me. We ain't spoke. We have not spoke. You have no idea that if you say right now, hey, Mikey, you know what I'm feeling like? Let me cook. I just want to cook right now. And he'll and, say and yes. I can hold or, down Drew or, while you are editing. And then, but then we'll do that. He'll be like, no, I could do it. And then there's that. Like, then there's like, no. I was but, like, okay, but, so, well. So you, so if you did that, the story I'm not telling myself is, nah, she, she, let, let, let's just, let's play to our strengths. The strength is, uh-huh. if I start editing, <laughs> it's going to take a while. Hours. And I'm going to start falling asleep again because I'm exhausted. I don't have the energy to look at a screen no more. But I have the energy for this child, which don't make no sense because yeah. it's draining as fuck so like again we are both operating in from a space mentally we are telling ourselves one thing but life is going in another direction and we have we're not talking about it Mm -mm. um and so i have been thinking about the things that are so wrong with the stories that i'm telling myself about you because you remember you used to bring that up like when we have conversation be like so the story i'm telling myself is this yeah it's not how i would talk mm-hmm. but the truth of the matter is there have been stories that i've been telling myself yeah there have assumptions that i've been making based off of your perceived behavior based off of my perceived but, you're not my feelings based, but i'm not asking you because i'm because you know i'm afraid of an answer i'm afraid that the answer is actually exactly how i feel mm-hmm. or that you are or that it'll be turned to be something that you're afraid of conflict yeah i'm afraid of the conflict escalating to a point where we're not going to talk because like, I, I want to have the conversation, but I'm afraid that we're not going to have the conversation. But we always end up having the conversation, and, uh, even if it takes. <laughs> that's true. But, but I mean, like, I get it. Sometimes I, get it. I would love to have the conversation without an argument. But that's, that's a script, just, and that's not. It is. That's the that's the story I'm telling myself is that I'm not going to get there without the argument. Or Truth maybe told, you would. We would. There's sometimes where I was like, oh shit, we probably. Yeah, if we talk, we might not. We might not have argued, but. Mm. There are times where it's like, ah, I don't, you, Sometimes you, you need an argument. are not doing it. True. But then it's like having a space to argue. I'm not trying to argue in front of this baby. But, you know, like, like, cause 
because there, I feel like there have been a lot of times where we saved ourselves from that, and then there was a time recently where we didn't. Like, we're never arguing in front of this child. Like, it's just not trying to constantly walk that line between being like good for each other and being healthy and like also expressing yourself as individuals is hard when you just like on opposite ends sometimes. Not like mm-hmm. not opposite ends of of a uh, of like an argument or a point, but just like as people, like just you're not in me, so you don't get where I'm feeling. But I got to connect the dots with you. That are married. Which is just hard. It is. So. Not impossible. It's just hard. So we shrink ourselves. Because I don't. So I don't we shrink ourselves. <laughs> um, so I guess we. I mean, we did go kind of into it. We did go into it. when we, we talked about how we shrink ourselves. But like the overarching theme about why we shrink ourselves. Do you have an idea about why you shrink yourself? Like what is this? What is the base foundation of like why? Why you do this? The two things that you mentioned. The two things that the the bigger points that I take away from why I shrink myself is is one. The I guess the major leading factor is fear of negative response. Let's just let's go with that. Like, and what what's the, the worst reason? case scenario? Because the worst case scenario is whatever it is that I was thinking that stopped me from not shrinking myself. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like the worst case scenario is what I factored into the decision to be like. And I, so that is. And so for you, that worst case scenario is worth more to you than like i'm not saying that but but why are you smiling (laughs) so why so why shrink yourself because that's the that is that's the you don't feel like empowered that's the behaviors that's that's the that is my learned behavior that is what i have established as the norm so that's why um but in talking about it and breaking it down and you know me and applying logic to it and saying hey that don't really make sense here well now i gotta stop I mean, yeah, that's easier said than done. Yeah. I know I shrink myself. The, the underlying foundation is also fear, but also because, I mean, we've, we've talked about this and we'll do an episode about this, I'm sure. But I am, I am realizing that, I mean, I just have a lot to unlearn about myself. I have a lot to unlearn about you. I have a lot to unlearn, but also to speak up about when it mm-hmm. concerns black men. And a lot of my shrinking myself, being married to you and, you know, a man in general, I, I know that I do that because I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I want to keep myself safe. Mm -hmm. And historically, and we see this, we see survival tactics and the new, this is survival. Mm -hmm. This is why, like, even though respectability politics and likability and all these things, we, we, um, talk about them and we judge people for doing it. I mean, I know I do. Respectability, respectability politics don't? and like everybody does but at the end of the day that's surviving mm-hmm. black people have had to learn how to survive black women have had to learn how to survive and i think that one of the ways black women and especially myself i have learned to survive by keeping myself very very small and including in my relationship because i don't want to be alone i don't want to be without you I but like what if i should speak at that point because i, I share that same feeling being raised with and by black women um that is that is exactly i feel the exact same way like there's no example of someone being their best selves their highest self and staying with the person that they started off with not even in just the context of relationships i'm talking like period friends i mean we see it all the time celebrities get big they don't got the same childhood friends on Mm -hmm. all the time they say people change you change everybody change so like what if i change so much what if i elevate myself so high 
allow myself to really be myself that that means that's it for my relationship and we've talked about this but i promise that my relationship will come first that mm-hmm. my family would but can they live together can my highest self and me being with you work and i know that that's the underlying reason why i shrink myself and that's not good mm-hmm. you know <laughs> because that, that you shouldn't be with somebody that that, Makes, that that if you feel that way that requires you to literally devalue yourself and and i don't think that you do requires <laughs> that is the point you don't require me to shrink myself i don't i don't require but we, we're not we having we're literally not talking to each other we <laughs> are not literally talking. not talking to each other about this we're just uh. moving we're literally moving we're like we're moving we're pieces we're, we're just doing we're performing with each we're performing for each other and no one knows the other is on stage which is like what the fuck are you doing that's why i get so mad at you when you when you do become this blubbering mess, when you do finally let everything out, and I'm like, three years? What? <laughs> I've been, you've been doing, you've been feeling this way for yeah, every three, three years. years? You gotta put the mask down and jump off stage. That's not healthy. It's not because also, Mike and I, we had this conversation. When but it remember, you, before like, you, it was every seventeen years, Mikey. I'm just saying. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, before, like we, <laughs> what am I saying? What I'm saying is a lot. Actually, this is you're really not good. letting me. Why you're not letting me be myself? This is also an empowerment thing. Mm-hmm. You're not letting me actually love you and be myself when you perform. Vice versa. You're not giving me a chance. And this goes back to ways I shrink myself. If I know this dude not going to give me a chance, he's not going to actually defer to me and tell me, no, you're right. Let's just switch them. Even if you're wrong, let's just do it. Because you've brought it up multiple times. This is what I'm saying. I trust you. Even if you don't trust yourself right now, I trust you. You don't, because you already don't, believe me when i say i love you who you are as a man i don't think like, that's a like, good example i'm just like I'm, I'm, with that specific argument only because that is exactly how i respond if that is what if that's how if that's what like i'm the, saying is i'm know? using it because it's not it's not how you respond so I'm, I'm i'm trying to i'm trying to connect them all together i'm not saying it's your fault i'm using it as an example to show you that like you you there are little ways that you don't validate me right when it concerns how I feel about you and how it is my heart's intention to love you and protect you and to be on your side, which also includes holding you accountable, which also means staying with you. I'm not going to leave you if you're angry, sad, frustrated. I'm not saying you won't be daunting to me. <laughs> I'm not saying you won't shock the shit out of me. And I'm not saying it's not, no, I'm not no, saying no, it's no. easy. I, I, that makes sense. What I'm saying is, and so that translates over into ways I shrink myself. I'm like, he don't even, he already don't trust my ass. So like, he already don't trust me. So let me hide myself. Let me lower myself. Because I'm trying, like, I don't know what to do. But see, and so here's the, here's the, the fucked up part about all of this is that's how I feel. I, do, <laughs> I, I don't think you trust me. And, yeah. we, and we, and we talk about this. I was like, if it, no matter what, I feel like my life in your hands. I don't. I don't care. I give. I give whatever up to you because I do trust you wholeheartedly, and I don't. I don't question. I. I know that I trust you. I hundred percent know that, and I don't know, based off of obviously some of the conversations we have. It comes across, or you feel like I don't, or in a moment, or based off a response that I don't. It doesn't matter if I've laid the foundation of putting it out and saying, "Hey, I trust you, and this is why, and this is why I always will, and nothing will change that." I. I'm, but I'm that type of nigga. Like, once you have it, you have it until you have a reason not to have it. You have not given me a reason not to trust you. And yet, here and we so are shrinking I ourselves. Trust you. But I don't that's think not that's shrinking yourself. I don't think that, in my instance, that I shrink myself because I don't trust you. I shrink myself based off of what I've explained is because I don't trust me. I don't have faith in my ability to convey something sometimes. I feel like I am about to 
set myself up for something wrong. And it's not that I don't trust I'm, you. I'm not taking you into account in the equation. Be, That's the bigger part. Right. What I'm saying is I don't think that it's far fetched. And I'm not saying this just on you. You're right. There is some underlying trust issues that may not have anything to do with each other. And mm-hmm. I don't think they do. I mean, we all know our parents fucked us up, but we are trying <laughs> to figure it out because we love them. Mm-hmm. And they are also, and they were working with what they got. And, and considering, considering everything they went through <laughs> yeah. and everything we went through with them because of them and their decisions, we could have turned out a whole lot worse 100%. and so i give credit to my parents because <laughs> no, they made they made did, they made she them did the best that she could. <laughs> she, she literally made iced tea out of shit <laughs> bullshit right, she made and the so greatest like trip. i'm coming for them but also not because this shit is hard it's hard and so what i'm saying is i think that there is an underlying trust issue that may not necessarily have anything to do with each other, but I think that in any relationship, including in our friendships and other ways, when we are shrinking ourselves and hiding who we are, there is a distrust about how this person, your worst case scenario involves me. So there is some distrust about me. My worst case scenario involves you, but I'm saying it doesn't factor you in. It In my thought process is the problem. I'm mm. not saying, bruh, you know Randy. Start there. I'm saying, bruh. What if Randy do this? It's, it's, it's always what if some, it's a what if, it's a hypothetical. <laughs> it has nothing to do with, it may not be steeped in reality. It may have some past, whatever, like like some past situation may have caused something that made me react a certain way. And now I'm seeing something similar. But again, today, if I talk to Randy today, not who Randy was in the last time you had an argument about something similar, or if you even approached it differently, you'd get a different response. I'm not factoring you in, not because of, I don't trust you. It's because of fear. It's just a general fear. However, if I did start from a place of, hey, let's start with I trust her and see where it goes, the fear will be wiped out. Because, I, I mean, if, if I'm starting there and I'm now factoring that into my equation and my thought process, you then would it's give a different me, response. Like, yeah. I mean, advice for, I mean, I, the same is true. I'd never include, like, you don't know that I do this. Like, we just said this. Like, you don't know that I'm, when I'm so signing sad. off on emails, I'm like, should I add Mikey's name? <laughs> this nigga don't go back and check. Like, he don't, I haven't even but asked him. we talk him. about it. And that yeah. makes me feel a way because I, cause it's not that I don't want to talk to people. That was a very overwhelming time. We living in very overwhelming times. I am trying mentally. And I, I mean, that's the like, trust just, thing for me. Is like, well, I know I don't want, like, this going to set him over. Like, let's just, and me, I'm also not including you. The way you're saying, I'm going to do this thing for Randy because she's doing the podcast stuff. I'm not asking you, hey, are you like, do you have the like bandwidth for this? I'm already, I'm already thinking you don't. And I'm sorry. And I'm already <laughs> assuming you won't. And I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. We are not relationship goals, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even. Just, just work on y'all garden and y'all grass. Because we is some crazy shit over here. Okay. The grass is still green over here. <laughs> it man. is. But just stay where you at. Because <laughs> That's why I did that in the last episode. Ain't nothing desirable over here. You don't want her. You don't want me. Just focus, focus on your nigga. Focus on your girl, and you know. Don't be listening to these episodes getting jealous. Let me tell you, ways to support or empower each other. <laughs> How can we support and empower Asshole. each other? Um, you you go ahead, babe. I'm you, sorry. Actually, Are you will go first because I I, I, I love you and I trust you, and I am leading. <laughs> And I'm going to lead us into this section by introducing you to go first. So how well, uh, how will you be supporting me and empowering myself. yourself as we move forward? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to combine mine just so that we can, you know, for time purposes. That's fine. 
<laughs> um, so ways I plan to support and empower you is talk to you and ask you, for instance, you love doing podcast work. You miss it way back in the day. We used to do it together. It was real like we edited each episode together. It was a thing. It reminded me a lot of in college when I'd like edit video. And it was a thing. Was really and fun. so I realized that like I have to, I have to relinquish some control and give it up. And I have to, um, practice what I preach by saying things like, Hey, for instance, you had a good idea. The weeks that we have indies, like this week is my indie. So I won't edit this episode. Because that would I be will. double the work, mm-hmm. which is what I would always do, except your indies. And then the week you have an indie, I will edit the full episode. And that, like, it's scary to me because I have to, not because you're not, you know, it's just scary to me. Can I say something? <laughs> yes. With this point that you're making, I think a big part of it is you have to be willing to invite me into that space. Yes. I, I felt like the way that I should approach it with you, because I have noticed that you taking it on more is kind of like, not as your thing, but the tasks that you take on are more of your task and you have accepted that it is just on you. Mm-hmm. And it's been hard to express to you, hey, so I want to do it. But this is your show, too. I know too. that it takes a while, but that's only because your <laughs> you don't know of, how to do it. I was, it's not that I don't know. I mean, no, which you, we, which you we know. practice it's, it's a, doing it. It's a it. practice thing. Yes. So it's like, I can't, it's like trying to apply for a job. I can't get experience if, if y'all you won't, let me, won't yeah. give me experience. So and it's the, like, yeah. so I'm like, so, hey, so I thought long and hard about how I can approach you as a way to, like, start to penetrate that wall. Like, if I tell her this, because this plan makes sense and and it could work. Yeah. Because of the weeks that I would be taking on. Like, on the weekends that I'd be taking on, for instance, she'll be gone. Mm-hmm. So there's a way for me to, like, make the most of the time. So if I, like, present it this way, it could be cool. I mean, and yeah. I was nervous for how you would react. But I but led I, with communicating, saying, hey, here's my expectation, and here's why. And I think that that started differently, and I was surprised by your reaction. Yeah, I mean, and also because I realized that I have to I have to invite you. I also realized that. I have to Got take it. initiative because, for instance, with the driving, hey, I'm going to drive here, and you'll drive back. We should you talk know, about like, this in detail. I mean, we don't. <laughs> what just happened this weekend. So, okay, wait, we, we're, this is the time. Whatever. Let's just do it. Uh, I'll get a long episode. Uh, so we have been trying again. Just this is us communicating with each other. They miss when it's just the two of us. Mike. This is good. Um, so Randy has been, as she expressed before, she's, you know, with the fear of driving, with the road and everything else, the anxiety, she's like, she just wants more opportunities to drive. Again, because I you actually, dri- I drive. Mikey taught me how to drive. Yeah. I know how to fucking drive. You know how to drive. I used to do trips by myself to Ohio. You did. I do this. And you only almost died that once. That was not me. And it wasn't your fault. My battery went out. And what some are other you stuff. talking about? Oh, no, I was talking about the Rio. Oh, well, twice. Oh, when the truck drove us off the road? <laughs> yes. The white guy yes. in the truck? The racist white guy from Lovecraft? <laughs> drove us off the road? This is not funny. <laughs> he almost, oh, like, he literally Christ. drove us off the road? Yeah. I, I always, every other year, I block that out. It was really traumatic. That should have been my, like, red flag about moving to Ohio for school. Yeah, red so that shit didn't happen in Georgia. Your school was in Ohio. That didn't I, happen in Georgia. That happened in Ohio. It did. Okay, go ahead. Um, so Randy has been taking on more driving. Part of the issue is in the past, whenever Randy would say, "Hey, you want me to drive?" Nope. Randy started off with, "Do you want me to drive?" My answer to, I "Do you do want me to drive?" is not. I got it. Now I love, I I love driving. I will always prefer me being behind the wheel or me driving to anything else because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. I don't think that's what you was asking. What was I asking? Can I drive? Can I drive? 
<laughs> can I drive my car? <laughs> like you, you're essentially asking, my can car. I drive this time? And, but that's not what you're saying. And so I'm answering what yeah. you're saying, and it's causing more issues. I can't read your mind. You can't. <laughs> no, I'm not saying this as an I insult. Know, I know. You can't read my mind. You have to say what it is that you're trying to fucking say. And what you were trying to say is, hey... So I have these anxieties about approaching being on the road. And I feel like the only way for me to get over this anxiety is for me to put myself behind the wheel. Now, here's why this benefits both of us. And it's not just, but the thing is, it's not just being on the road. The road doesn't necessarily, like, it's not the driving part. It's my anxiety in general. And anything that will pique my anxiety, anything, walking outside. I will keep you from it. I will, right. Michael's like, I'll just do it. And so I realize that the way that I have to empower myself and, like, I have to stop shrinking myself, I have to speak up. Mm-hmm. So, like, call things what they are. Hey, it's me emailing you. That's it. Randy did this episode. It's okay. I have to take initiative saying, hey, I'm going to drive up. You drive down. You know, like, I have to, this is my intention. This is what I want to do. I have to call things what they are, which is what I said. And I have to go to therapy. And I just started back. <laughs> yeah. And my therapist part. was like, oh, you have peak imposter syndrome. And we'll talk about that later. And so, also, when it comes to supporting you in that space, it looked like me telling you what it's going to take for me to be comfortable with it. Because I don't mind you being outside by yourself, but I need you to do the same things I do. When I'm outside by myself, I am 100% fully prepared to fight or shoot somebody. Yeah. Got it on me at all times. It's not a game. Um, I need that same energy for you, especially because you're more at risk, period, than I am. You just are. You're just as black and you're a woman. So extra. There's just more place on you. You're more at risk to be hurt. And I feel like I can keep you from harm if I can keep you from exposing yourself to anything that might be. But that's not real, Marlon. What's what's his name, Marvin? I have a child. And when we talk about Drew all the time, I seem to be a hundred percent understanding and able to express to you what it is that I know I gotta do for my child. But I don't want Drew to to see her mom. I remember watching my grandparents growing up. Mm-hmm. I was like, this will not be me. My grandma never learned how to drive for her own issues, you know, and things. But also, like, my grandpa played to that. You call me everywhere I go. I'm always driving. You're always home. You're not, you know, having issues when she would start working. I promised myself I would never be in a marriage that was like that. Not knocking their marriage because it worked for them. They mm-hmm. still married. Shit. Goddamn, maybe they own the something. I don't know. What I'm saying is I do. That wouldn't work for me. Uh, my mom was a single mom raised me. I watched her do everything. We mow the lawn. We pull garbage. It's about like, what works for you. And I, I don't like feeling like I am in a space where I can't bloom. And it's and it's not something you're necessarily doing, like requiring. You're all, but you're enabling it, and I have to call it what it is. Mikey, this is he wants to do this, but I know that this is not healthy for me, so I got to speak the fuck up. And then let's just also add the fact that it's not healthy for me. Yeah, because <laughs> so right, I'm taking all these things on begin again because this is my natural state of being. This is who I am, but. But it's not. Full disclosure. That whole, for this is who I am, that shit, I, I can't stand I am dying, it. y'all. I am not well. Um, your boy got to go to the doctor a couple times this week because my blood pressure looks like that of a 70-year-old. Um, things are not okay. No. Things are not okay. Because you won't clue me in, involve me in these scenarios. Because I won't relinquish control. I think that... a. a and it, I didn't look at it like that. But when I talk to you and all you tell me is that I'm not relinquishing control because I can't let go of this control thing. And I, we've always been able to talk about your, like, control, your control issues, issues but, but have, we have never framed anything about how it's a control thing. Um, yeah. Because I've never felt like, oh, I'm trying to control it. But if she asks me, I'm going to tell her, I'll just drive. 
It's whatever. It's a control. And that's that's it, Mike. Because I started to f- I'm starting to feel like and again, I don't think this is intentional, but I'm starting to feel control. Any of it is. I'm like, I ain't been like I, I feel like I am becoming We was watching Wally the other day. Mm-hmm. I am becoming like you're the robots that's trying to keep me from being blown up on Earth because Earth wasn't inhabitable seven hundred years ago. Uh-huh. But Earth is fine now. We got plants and shit. Got it's you. it's real soil. <laughs> and so I'm I'm like but and then here's the here's the reason why I just I, I where again I don't equate it to that is because we talk and I'd be like you should go outside. But Mike, go it's for not walks, the same. For, you know what I'm not the same. I know that's like, what I'm saying. You're allowing me, or you, or you're giving me that you're validating and affirming this thing that I can do mm-hmm. because that's your comfort level. That's your control. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm hundred percent comfortable with you. Hey, middle of the daytime, you should walk around the neighborhood. Because as opposed to, as opposed to you be the one to go get the groceries and pack the car and because you're trying to keep me safe, but that's not safe. That's not living, and I'm not putting mm. it on you because I know I know that you're letting me do this, and I'm just sitting in this cozy ass house. <laughs> <laughs> and again, with y'all, Frozen Two on repeat. So this is what it sounds like when we have a conversation for the first time. Yeah. In case anybody is curious, because we have never spoken about this, but we, never talk, yeah. we don't talk to each other. We have a podcast and. This is Hi. what connecting the dots for the Chapmans. So we got to do better like. because I don't, that's not the marriage we said we wanted to be in. And I honestly feel like it's scaring me, Mike, because if we keep down this road, if we don't, because it's a process, like this is great. We're having this conversation now, but if we don't keep having these conversations and keep holding ourselves accountable to pinpoint it, we're going to divorce. I'm not playing. We don't play about that. Like I, I know that one of us is going to wake up and be like, actually, I can't do this. This is what happens when people reach that 20 year, 22 year, 17 year, 10 year mark. It was like seven year itch. This is this. Like we have to stop this shit now because you're a parent too. You're a podcaster too. I'm a parent too. I drive, you know, you know, I have my own car, you know, like I go grocery shopping. I've lived without you. You know, like we we have to tap back into the things that make us us because yeah. we are not well. You are not well because you're doing all this stuff. Oh, it's fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. You can't breathe. And you're not telling me. I'm like, you stress, stress for what? I thought everything was peachy. Everything's not peachy? <laughs> Nigga, what? 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 But you it's not an underlying peachy. trust issue. You know it's what I mean? Not- you don't, okay, I get you. you see what I'm saying? Yes. I want you. I love you. I need you. However. You'll leave me? I would not that's, leave that's, you. Y'all, y'all ain't see what her face However, is I want and love and need myself too. You're 100%. And you want and right. love and need yourself too. And we have to do better because this baby is watching us. People are watching us. And you're right. God is watching us, the ancestors. And I ain't trying to piss nobody off. <laughs> we talked about this a couple of days ago, but this is just another thing that's been on my mind when it comes to my relationship with you and things that I'm learning from my relationship with Drew. We talk about it and I tell you all the time, like, I know that my job is to, my job is very clearly defined with Drew. It is to protect and it is to equip her for dealing with the world. Cause Drew's her own person. But for some reason, I don't have that same energy with you as this marriage has continued. Mm. Like, it's not about, oh, you know, let me just let, like, letting, let Randy, about, fly. Like, Randy, Randy do her. <laughs> and it's not that it's not intentional. It's just, I ain't been thinking about doing that for myself either. So it's just been, let's just keep falling into these traps of this. Let's these get roles. comfortable here. Let's settle for this. And it's become, I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't have to do. You doing a whole bunch of stuff that you don't have to do. And this is like whatever, this is a perfect storm for resentment to brew is. And hate. Essentially what it is. 
And shrinking ourselves. And shrinking ourselves. We got to stop. I love you. I want you to be your full self. I want to be my full self. And I don't want us to have to need permission from each other. I don't think we do. Yeah. The problem is we never asked. Nope. Or spoke to the other person about any of this. Nope. Look what happened when you talk. Look. Oh, so I guess uh, ways I plan to support. Oh, that's you did that. Empower oh, you. shit, no. babe. That's fine because mine is quick. Okay. Uh, empower, period. Stating my intention before I speak. Uh, finding healthy ways to release. Figuring out and then asking for what I need. Look at that. Talking. Mm. Is this is how you plan to empower yourself. Myself, yes. Okay. Um, important because stating my intention before I speak disarms you. It a thousand percent disarms me. Like, mm-hmm. meaning I'm not coming in with any more preconceived anything if you've just conceived it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is just really smart. It's a way, it's a good way of talking. Finding healthier ways to release. I have already been working on that. Um, I just want to be happy. There was a time where I used to always say, I just want to be happy and I'd be happy, but at the expense of other people. I have learned now how to be happy without being at the expense of other people and myself. Uh, so that's what I'll be doing. And then figuring out and then asking for what I need. You'll ask me what I need. It's not that you don't ask or I don't ask. It's just I ain't had no fucking answer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know don't really work no more. So I need to know. So yes. I'm going to now know and then tell you what I know. Okay. And like how I do you plan to, to empower How do I plan to support you? It's so simple. You see what it says? I don't. Doing what you say. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is what support looks like. I'm not about to push my ideals of what you should be doing i'm not about to push a damn thing i am going to hear you and say okay i'm going to do what you say you need in order to feel empowered i think that's what it takes you don't need my opinion or view and if you're asking for it i'm gonna give it to you while also still telling you who i think you are because that is what it sounds like you're asking for Except now you're not gonna make it seem like that's what you're asking for. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually ask you what I'm. I'm gonna say what I mean to say. Mm. I'm gonna work on this, Mike. Imagine a world. What if I just said, "Hey, actually, before we start, y'all gonna have to move." You would have been like, "Okay." Like you know, actually, she's 100 percent right because y'all got headphones in. It's just look at you. Y'all a little closer than normal. (laughs) Just, mm -hmm, just imagine, imagine a world where you just tell me what you think. And don't ask me what I think because you want to see if it's going to line up. But just tell me what you think. It's magic. So that's what I'm going to do to support you. It's real simple. You see the asterisk on it? Doing end? what you say. It means Doing what I say. there's nothing else to add. Just that. Okay. Engagement. After hearing this conversation, do you think we're a terrible couple? My game. You never that's plan not. on listening to... Okay. Do you think you shrink yourself? Knowingly or unknowingly... Um, for your partner or in, or general. in general, yeah. If so, talk to your partner about it. Listen to this episode together, and then shoot us an email at blackmailmare at gmail dot com, and maybe Mikey will respond. You should do take this one. Like I want you to want to take the email. Want I want you to want to. What's that? What's that movie? <laughs> the breakup. I want you to want to do the dishes. You want me to want to take out the trash? <laughs> Who the fuck wants to take out the trash? I want you how- to want to take out the trash, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> So that 
Yo, there's a whole other hour off of this conversation about wanting someone to want something. We gotta do another e engagement. Randy, you know how crazy that the concept of I want you to want to do it, and I want you to have a positive attitude about doing it because it's your show too. Not, I'm not talking about the show. I'm talking about oh the movie. Okay, we gotta do another engagement. No, no, no. We're we're going to continue. We can't keep it. We are leaving this because this is great content. (laughs) God, and you would hear it first if you are on Patreon.com. This is why we got that one star review. Like I don't know why anyone would listen to. <laughs> Why Listen to this episode together and then shoot us an email at blackmillmare at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098 or hit us up on social media with your thoughts on this very long episode. That we know y'all love. It's time for Randy and Mike's Fight or Flight. They've held it in all week, but you gon' hear it tonight. tonight Don't really matter who is wrong or right Cause it's fight or flight Fight or flight, come on, babe Alright, this fight or flight is going to be short and sweet Unless it is not Mikey, lord So, I have an issue with your, your new yoga body What's your and issue? I, I just want you to know where this is gonna lead um, <laughs> And let's just be clear about what where fight or flights are Mikey going to, I'm just saying Fight me if you don't agree. If you dis- if you agree, you you fly. Please. Mm-hmm. Now you've been doing yoga for how long now? Months. I don't know. Five months. It has to be about four months minimum that yes. you've been doing it solid. Um, you have been getting flexible. You've been doing all <laughs> these little positions on your mat. I come out the room and Randy got one leg behind her head while she's in a praying position. That's that not true. One toe, one pinky. <laughs> Let me get this out. Um. Wild shit, wild shit. Um, you you just been looking real flexible around it's supposed here. Supposed to be real fights. You go ahead, I, go ahead. I'm I sorry. I haven't started my go fight. Go ahead. With What's you. your fight? Go ahead. My fight is I need that yoga energy in the bedroom. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm not saying you, what you. What, I'm not saying. I'm not talking about what you don't do as far as like positions or anything like that goes. I need you to start whipping out some of these yoga things and and initiating with it. <laughs> How? What? There is something highly attractive about watching you do yoga. Okay. I'm trying to figure out if I just own the word this properly. Okay. And I feel like you know <laughs> that I get this energy around you while you be doing. That's why I leave. That's why I walk away. I'm trying to respect your space. You're trying to work out. You're trying to center yourself. Um, you're trying to feel better. You're trying, you know, all the things that you know, release, whatever, all that yoga shit. Oh no. Um, and. Not to diminish what I know, babe. You, you do your yoga shit, and it's very—it's hot. I just want that. Why don't you do that? Why don't I do what? Role play with like yoga. You want stuff. me to be a <laughs> yogi teacher <laughs> in the bedroom? Yeah. And <laughs> I don't see ready face. Like <laughs> what? Yes, I want you. I want to walk in while you're wearing yoga stuff, and there's a mat on the floor. And you be like, <laughs> what? I'm gonna Role get a downward dog, and I just need you to just join me. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> some, some stupid shit. <laughs> I want yoga energy in the bedroom. And your fight is that I because you learn mad new positions, and I want to see them. And your fight is my that... fight is to bring that to the bedroom. So again, not saying what you don't do, just saying I'm fighting for this to happen. Mikey, <laughs> Mikey, what? <laughs> What is your fight? Your fight is that I don't know to read your mind. 
No, bring my yoga fight is, is that you look really good. Okay. And I need you to bring this yoga flexi energy into the bedroom through initiation of you starting off sexual acts by talk, just doing stuff. You want me to start? Okay. Just do, just seduce me with yoga stuff. And so you're mad that I, your fight is that I don't. Then, yeah, you haven't done it yet. Yes. Let's just say that. Give me, what is the scenario that I do this? So you come into the room and I am. Stretching, warming up. And then we have sex. Yeah, you just jump my bones. Because you know how I feel about the pornos. I'm not asking with you to pretend to be a teacher. No, no. I'm just asking because you I'm to like, just bring that energy. Hi, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're going to fight or fly? <sighs> I'm going to flee. Girl. I'm going to flee. I'm going to flee. And I'm going to do this for you. Got you. Okay. Love wins. <laughs> I think you're using that in the wrong context. <sighs> PDA. Oh, PDA. So before we get into our individual PDA, we actually had, like we said, one of our Patreon supporters, Christine, write in for her PDA shout out. And so this is a shout out to her boyfriend, Waleed. So Christine says, hey, y'all, I wanted to give a shout out to my boyfriend, Waleed. We are both going through a rough time this month, 5,000 miles apart. Mm. Waleed is passing his bar exam in Morocco, and I am having surgery the same weekend in Washington State. Oh, Lord. Good luck on your surgery. Um, We met on a language learning application. He is learning English, and I am learning Amazir, hmm. an indigenous language in Morocco. And Sparks flew after a few video calls and daily texting and audio messages. We share the same values, the same sense of humor, but he's Apple and I'm Android. Nothing is perfect. <laughs> oh, y'all ain't gonna last. Mikey got an Android. Don't listen to him. And we ain't gonna laugh. <laughs> Honey, you make me laugh. You make me think. And you make me see the world from a fresh and beautiful perspective. Baby, if we can get through this, we can get through anything. See you in February. Arteri, Waleed, which means I love you, Waleed. I think I said that right. Arteri, Waleed. It means I love you, Waleed. Christine. Oh. And she said we can use her name. Thank you so much. Thank you. That, that was, was really nice sweet. One. And I hope he hears it and he I loves do too. It. I hope he receives that. That was a nice message. Yeah. And we're going to keep you in our prayers as far as your surgery is concerned. And um, also, make, you know, passing the bar. It's a big deal. It is. So. Good luck. Good luck. All right. PDA. So my PDA is. Um, hmm. Oh, so this weekend I got some plants. And I actually. You did. You got I, I, gave, I now have three plant babies. And you walked like you let me like do my thing in Lowe's like you took like you just you were very patient with me because I was walking around for a plant that stood out to me and I was trying to feel it and you weren't like making me feel bad about it you were like a, a good supporter a good like silent partner in this and I ended up finding the ivy plant that I've been talking about since the dawn of time because my mom used to have an ivy plant and I love them and I've just been feeling really nostalgic and needing plants lately and I found the last one and I really just appreciate you just, you know, I don't know, being around and encouraging me to like not rush. And I just, I felt really um, just supported. And I really liked that you, that you didn't like make me feel weird about it. I felt like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say is that I appreciate you being around for that experience for me as I try to, you know, maneuver this new plant life thing. And mm-hmm. it was really kind of you. To, I love you. To be like, hey, let's just take our time. And <laughs> Do you know why I said that? No. 
Randy was approaching peak overthinking. <laughs> That's exactly. Like, it's funny that you mentioned this because I saw the stress in your eyes. Yeah. I'm like, baby, these is plants. <laughs> and not baby, these is plants as in make a decision and hurry the fuck up. It was like, chill the fuck out and let one hit you. It was, it was yeah. very interesting. I was like, just keep reading the tags. Keep looking at them. See which one is pretty. I, I felt like it's important because we both come from those parents who kind of force us to go to stores with them and they just be doing shit and all we want to do is leave. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure you knew that was not my energy. I was just like, oh, this is nice. We're outside around some plants. Yeah. Um, And in a moment where I could feel you starting to just, you know, build up that anxiety, I just wanted to let you know you are not being harmful right now and it's okay. Pick Pick out a plant. And the moment I took a picture of you holding this plant, it's funny that that's the plant that you ended and it up was. picking. But yeah, I love you. I love you. How about you? Oh, I have an easy one. So this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, Drew stayed with... Yeah, yeah. Yes, Randy's mother. Um, and I don't want you to take this wrong way. But my PDA is, this weekend was very boring. <laughs> it was. <laughs> and I can't remember the last time we had a boring anything. We just... We didn't do shit. We didn't do shit we didn't have sex we didn't do shit that's because i was on my cycle yeah, no so that, y'all nasty like one. that that's but. not real <laughs> i mean it's fine first we of all <laughs> I'm a, randy has her opinions and views i'm gonna just share my i don't think that you are nasty if that is how you i don't think down. that that's i don't think that you are nasty it's ain't nothing person. wrong with you know getting it in at any time of the month mikey that's all i'm saying is that no judgment here oh. um <sighs> we know where you stand and he's only speaking from experience we know where you stand um like it's just that after a while it's just like just after a while that shit is like nigga just wait two more days i'm about mm-hmm. to get off just too much yeah but i know how you feel so this week <laughs> this weekend we, we just didn't do anything except watch tv and lay up and it was just nice to just yeah. do nothing we didn't do anything god this week has been filled with things to do I miss doing nothing with you. Yeah. Ain't felt that in a while. So that's all. I really enjoyed the piece of nothing with you. And if you have the opportunity, anybody listening, to just be boring with your girl or your dude for a week. Or your person. Weekend, just go. Just please. Please just go do something boring, which is nothing at all. But it's really something. If you think about it, like it's nothing. <laughs> Thanks, it. babe. For ad-free, extra, and exclusive content, head over to patreon.com slash Marriage. The Black Millennial Marriage Podcast is in Domino Sounds Network. Woo! New episodes every week. We hope Monday and Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast Fight or Flight Jingle was created by Ebony Janae at Janae Jingles. Details are in our show notes. Drew, you want to read the next thing? You read it? Here, read it. Yeah, read it. Say the... are now available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all other major streaming services. Rate us five stars. Please. If you enjoyed this episode and enjoyed Drew's cameo. Drew, that was nice. You did good, baby girl. Be sure to check out our website, www. 
www.blackmillennialmarriage.com and follow, and follow us. us on social media platforms on Instagram we are Black Millennial Marriage on Facebook we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast and on Twitter we are at underscore the chapters thank you again for listening y'all as always be blessed don't settle fight clean peace At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition, ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.